You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you for another episode today, episode number 47, and I have an incredible guest uh, with me today. There was there is so much I could say about him because he is uh, an, just an incredible guy. He has achieved so so much. He's written multiple great, amazing, best-selling books. He's got you know a lot of amazing events going on. But the key thing that I really want to talk about today is that he's been a great friend, a mentor, a coach for me. He's helped me, especially with my first book. He was someone who just had all these ideas and all these things in my head and I just had one conversation with him one day and and everything just clicked it was incredible how two or three years of frustration clicked with one conversation with this guy so Rob Sperry it's great to have you on thanks for being here today mate I miss hanging out with you in your homeland and the last time I was able to go to your house and that was a ton of fun and I had a streak going three years in a row in Australia and now the streak is officially going to be broken this year but at the same time, right, we got to focus on what we're grateful for. And I'm grateful for this wonderful virtual world because 20 years ago, this wouldn't have been possible. And it's so fun for you and I to be able to share ideas and collaborate. And uh, I think that's just the best way for all of us to learn. Yeah, definitely. And well, Rob and I were chatting just before we hit the record button that the last time we saw each other and the photo I put up actually just to sort of advertise this podcast was... 18 months ago, and it was literally four or five days before the world just went into a complete lockdown. And we were sitting in the car, just having a great chat, driving to the Gold Coast, and not a care in the world <laughs> all those uh, all those months ago. But I guess that leads perfectly into what we want to talk about. And just jumping straight in, Rob, that I want to talk about environment. Like I said, there's a lot of things we could talk about with you because you've had so much amazing success throughout your life, but. I know one of the big things you're one of the things you're really big on is helping people with their environment, getting the right people around them. So, how important is your circle? How important is your environment every day? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things when we think about the environment is you can't outdiscipline a bad environment. And environment is a lot more encompassing of just everything. It really truly is environment. So, yes, the first thing we think of which probably is the most important are the people that you're associated with because those people always impact you think back to school, like the way you dressed and what you, you know, what you're wearing, uh, how your hair is done or not done. Right. Like the language you're speaking, the music you're listening to everything was based on those, those people. Well, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing these days as we go. And so, yes, the law of association is so important. Now, I get it. Some people are such close family members and friends that you're like, well, what are you saying? I got to abandon them? No, with certain people, you got to create boundaries. And you also have to realize whose opinion matters to you as far as taking different perspectives for different things. Love my family to death, but I'm not taking any advice from them on network marketing. Um, I love uh, some other people that are really big on, you know, on investments and I'm going to listen to them over probably certain people, right? Uh, spiritual advice or certain people I'm going to listen to and others I'm not, but going deeper to the law of environment is it's also your virtual environment. 
So when people get on social media and they're like, oh, it's just like so annoying and this and this and this. I'm like, I don't know what social media you're on because I'm mine. Anybody, anybody that I feel like isn't helping to uplift me, I protect my energy. So I block, I unfriend, I unfollow. And that's not to be rude, but I know how important my thoughts are. And so I'm not blaming them. If I have a negative reaction, that's my fault. And so I'm very careful with that environment as well. Uh, if you're an alcoholic and you say, I'm going to stop drinking alcohol. And then all of a sudden you got alcohol next to your bed and you got alcohol in your pantry and you got alcohol, you know, all over the place. Good luck. You're not going to be able to outdiscipline that a bad environment. So environment is all encompassing. And, and the simple analogy I learned 15 years ago was, you know, you can't go take a seed. Let's say you want to go plant a tree and you just can't take a seed and just put it in concrete and expect, mm. you know, perfect tree to grow, right? You got to put it in the right soil. And then even with that environment, with the right soil, you got to make sure you've got some sun and you've got the right amount of water. And if you have too much water, you're going to over flood it, right? Like all that stuff comes into play. It's the same thing for our minds and our perspective. So I have been obsessed with decluttering my environment of, of things and, and even people. I know that sounds harsh, but uh, that's that's so important. Time's the most valuable thing we have on this earth. And so I'm very, very cautious on who I spend my time with and what I spend my time on. Yeah. Well, just before we went live, I even saw someone had posted on social media, but it was a, a comment about you know, social media isn't free because it costs you your energy. It costs you your focus. So we've got to use it correctly, right? We've got to use our social media to uplift us if that's what, if we want to start. Um, and that's, should say really, that's the great thing about social media when we look at the positives is that we can follow great people. We can find mentors and click that follow button and really actually declutter and cleanse our social media feed and have more positivity around us, right? 100%. And it's not something that's just going to happen overnight. Like it's going to, it's going to take time for you to be able to create this you know, this declutter of what you want. And, and I'm doing that with everything. I mean, even let me give you something simple. Uh, emails. I, I literally am unsubscribing to emails every single day. Why? Because again, that's part of my environment. Is my environment full of spam or is my environment full of content that I want? And so I don't have notifications for my emails. I have to go literally just check them. And when I do check them, I'm constantly unsubscribing because it's like everything. I want to make sure that my environment is so strong that it's setting me up for success so that it's setting me up for focus on the things that I know are going to get me from here to there. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes no is the most powerful word, isn't it? When it comes to success, I think we think about successful people do certain things and have successful habits, but successful people also say no to things that aren't going to uplift them, that aren't going to serve them. It's funny, uh, you don't know this, but it goes along with what you're saying. My number one goal last year was to say no. Uh, being a recovering people pleaser, I said yes. I used to do probably of interviews like these, I would do, I don't know, 700 plus a year. Now I probably have narrowed it down to uh, just live interviews like this, probably maybe 60 because... I want to choose which ones I feel like are going to have the most impact, how I can create the most impact and leverage. Uh, I understand f what people don't realize is for everything you're saying yes to, you're actually saying no to something else. So saying no 
is not like you think of just being rude and saying no. It, it gets you to say yes to the right things. And so for me, that was my number one goal last year is I joke around because I'm a recovering people pleaser. And uh, it, it paid huge, huge benefits, not just financially, but also in my life. This year, I created a goal. I started in December last year that my goal was to double my income and work 25 hours a week. Now, some of you are like, that's crazy. Well, it is crazy, but I coach my kids' high school tennis team six months out of the year. That's between the boys and the girls. It's like a lot of time. Yesterday, I, I did, you know, I think I did almost five hours. I leave right after this to go coach them. Um, and between that and family trips and stuff, it's, uh, it's helped me to think bigger. It's helped me to be more effective with my time and not just waste time. It's helped me to race to get things done. What's, where am I going to, where am I going to have my 80 to 90% impact? Well, that's where I'm going to spend 80 to 90% of my time. And that's value in your time. And uh, another mentor of mine, David, he says a very similar thing. And I, I know you posted it just yesterday, I think possibly um, yesterday, my time, but it was, you know, a genuine no is better than a fake. Yes. You know, if you, and, and I remember David was a mentor of mine as well. And he said, just practice saying, if someone says, do you want to do this? Just say no, <laughs> actually practice that because, you know, if you don't want to do it, don't be there fake. You know, yeah. don't be, a, yeah. Like just, just say, look, no, not right now, but thank you. And that's better than being a fake person. Um, so moving along to actually what we want to talk about, because I think we've kind of gone down a rabbit hole already, but when we talk, coming back to the environment, and it's it's obviously so important. And then, you know, we were talking just earlier that 18 months ago was the last time we were in a car together, we were having dinner together, and we, we had this amazing dinner party with some incredible people. And that environment was so powerful. And, you know, Tracy and I were still just chatting the other day about that dinner party. How do you find that now virtually? Obviously, like the world has really had to be forced into a virtual world in a lot of ways and people are having to embrace technology that they may not have but how do you find the shift has gone virtually for people yeah i think in everything there's huge strengths and huge weaknesses um the shopify ceo said it best he said what was going to be the world in 2030 is there now it was accelerated by a decade think about it two years ago the vast majority of the world didn't even know what zoom was now, mm -hmm. Zoom is just the word for what a webinar is. Everybody knows what it is. Everybody knows how to use it. Um, and so, you know, certain things have, have really accelerated the entire world, including business. It's also helped us to try to figure out, you know, how we can be more effective. It's helped us to realize, like, certain meetings were a waste, right? Uh, it's helped us to gain a new appreciation. I think it's helped us to create a new urgency of, you know what, you better create something for yourself. You better create some sort of something for yourself because you just never know when the world just you know says hey look you're out of a job or you're only part 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 time because uh, you don't control your own destiny and and the number one things you can or top two things you can rely on uh, insurance policies is your network and your skill set and so if you're always increasing your network and your skill set then that helps as you go and so those are some of the strengths now with that of course come some weaknesses not being able to do those big, huge meetings, um, there is a huge weakness in that as well. I, I think that, you know, we've done our best to try to focus on the strengths to overcome those. And of course, the best of both worlds is to be able to take the new things we've learned that we've accelerated with, you know, great systems online and, 
and doing virtual events that we used to never do and things like that, right? That people have really mastered and, and done that, which is great. I think every company now is realizing, hey, we can do at least one virtual event a year, whereas before they didn't really do it that much. But there's no substitute for in person. You can substitute as much as you can and you make the best of what you have. But in the end, the goal is to be able to take the best of both worlds because we know it's like it's like trying to describe an incredible trip. Oh, how was your trip to Hawaii? Oh my goodness, the sand and the sunsets and the food and oh cool. Like you can't do it justice. It, it, it just you have to be there. And it's the same thing at events, right? Of being there. And so in the meantime, we're gonna focus on the extra strengths that we have with things like incredible virtual events to offset that and then when depending on which country you're at or or culture or different things when you can do the big events then you're gonna have the best of both worlds mm. i was involved earlier this year in a in a virtual event where it was actually the speaker was in on his boat in the caribbean but we had three different uh like locations in australia but then we were able actually to bounce through and I'd be talking, I was in Sydney and I'd be talking to Lloyd in Melbourne and Jen in Brisbane and the speakers training. And it was just, as you say, something even two years ago, you like, you knew the technology was available, but you never saw it implemented until we were forced. And, you know, necessity is the mother of all invention a lot of the times, but I did just put up on the screen there. I mean, network plus skill set equals net worth. And, as you say, we, we've got to grow and we've got to expand and we've got to expand our skill set and expand our network all the time. So, Rob, I know one of the things you do do, uh, you write a lot of books, you coach and train and you post amazing content. So, guys, if you want positivity in your life, go follow Rob Sperry uh, on social media. But I know one of the things you do is a lot of breakthroughs and masterminds and, and talking about environment. So how do you, like, what kind of changes do you see when you get, 10, 15, 20 people all positive in a room together for three or four days? Like what's the changes that you see there? It's one of those things that if you've been part of it, you understand it, but there's a magic to it. Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich, who wrote that book, talked about the power of masterminds and how, you know, for him, he at one point didn't have anyone to mastermind with. So he created this invisible mastermind with famous dead people like Abraham Lincoln and others that he's having these conversations back and forth because these conversations lead to collaboration, which lead to new ideas where it's just like, you know, that one idea implemented can make all the difference in your life. So when you're there, it's, it's like you have this intent of really learning. So you're opening your minds more, your distractions are less because you're there for that purpose. And it's funny, I'm going there teaching. And when I start out, right, a lot of the concepts are, are brand new. A lot of them are the same old, but every single time I come away with, oh my goodness, like it's this new awareness. It's these new aha moments. It's this, sometimes it's a reminder of things you did three or four years ago. It's this renewed focus. It's this renewed energy that you're like, I can do everything. And it, it's just one of those things that you just got to be there where there's there's magic to it. And that's why I'm so passionate about masterminds. Like I do, yeah, I run several of my own a year, but I also have personal people that I meet with that aren't even part of my profession where we get all different takes and we meet every single month. I mean, one of those people that, that you know, uh, Woody Woodward, we'd meet every single month for years. Uh, he moved on us, but he just messaged me. He's moving back, I think. Oh, is he? 
We're not supposed yeah. to say that out loud, but, okay, <laughs> but he's moving back uh, probably in three weeks time. And he's like, we're starting the masterminds again. He just sent me that message two days ago. And so uh, some of my greatest concepts and ideas go back to those small, intimate meetings where we're all sharing ideas. And it's funny, sometimes someone shares an idea and you extract something completely different what, what they're talking about. Your mind's just racing. Oh my goodness, that just gave me an idea. Yeah, incredible. Well, so Woody was on the podcast here oh, a, a few episodes ago, but all I can think of right now is who's got to move his Lego collection because if, if he's moving across the States, um, there's going to be boxes and boxes and boxes of Lego. But yeah, I remember, well, I remember that dinner. I mean, it was a two, three hour dinner, but Woody and I were, were seated next to each other at the dinner. And I think, you know, just what I learned in those two or three hours, even just socially, like we weren't sitting there with whiteboards or anything like that. We were just having a chat and, you know, just the incredible energy that you can get off people. Um, so let's talk virtually as well, Rob. So obviously, you know, virtually, how do you, how do you maximize a virtual space? Because I think like one, one of the challenges we have obviously is distractions and if when we're doing virtual events, you know, people can be like just head down in their phone and stuff like that while you're doing an event or they're, they're flicking around. How do you find the best way that people can keep their attention in a virtual space? Yeah. I mean, first off, the virtual event, you hope there's good speakers and you hope the good speakers aren't too long-winded, Right. There's only, there's only certain people like a Tony Robbins that can keep someone's attention forever. <laughs> Most people can't do that. The second thing is, is John Maxwell wrote a book that um, its title is Good Leaders Ask Great Questions. And, you know, Andrew and I had the opportunity to hang out with John Maxwell and, you know, meet up with him probably two years ago or so. And he talks about how the ability to learn how to learn is the greatest ability one can have. The most talented man to walk this earth based off of accomplishments is Leonardo da Vinci, scientist, sculptor, painter, inventor. I mean, you just name it. This guy just did it all. And he had that knack, that ability to learn how to learn. And when you have that knack, it's weird how you're energized. You're not bored. You can't stop taking notes of thoughts and ideas. And so when you are deliberate about taking notes and learning, you're going you're gonna to retain more and your attention span is going to be much greater. Your focus can be much better. That's the first thing. The second thing is, is I would create a completely separate piece of paper that has your executables, your to-dos, um, your action steps. So now I got this like smorgasbord of just like tons and tons of information. Maybe it's 10 pages of notes. And then the executables is taking the ideas of anything. I think that's something that I want to do uh, soon that I want to actually, I'm going to take action on. Then the end of it all, you go to your list and maybe there's 10 pages of notes and you wrote down 10 things that you want to execute. Take those 10 things and prioritize your top three. And then start with number one and don't move on to number two till you're done with number one. This is how you can actually take an event and pay attention with a purpose, but you actually can get results as well. So it's not just a bunch of great ideas and I'm motivated and I'm so excited. And then two days after the virtual event's done, you're just like, oh, I was motivated. I don't know what's wrong with me. 
I'm paralyzed now. So do that and I promise you it will make a huge difference. It's incredibly important, isn't it? You, if you leave with more than about three major bullet points, you're at great overwhelm risk, aren't you? You're just uh, you're gonna have too many things on your plate, head exploded. So you've got a virtual event coming up, Rob, in two and a half weeks' time. You've got a, a great event, and I'm honoured to be contributing a small part to it, but you've got some incredible speakers. Do you want to just let us know what that's all about? I can pop the, the link up on the screen as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the best part about... This, I mean, you guys can go, you can see the link if you're seeing it, if you're listening to it, www.virtual.robsperry.com. And um, the best part about this, we have almost 40 speakers. Andrew's one of those. Uh, these speakers are like, imagine going to a convention and you've got one speaker that makes the biggest difference for you. Well, what we've done is we've taken the very best speakers from each specific company and then we've put them all in together. And so it's a convention on steroids where you get the best of the best of the best, all different perspectives, different countries, um, different backgrounds, uh, different philosophies, personalities, styles, all of those things as you go. And now these people in a very short and sweet manner are delivering their very best content. And from that, we're going to give actionable items, actionable steps that I'm going to come on and I'm going to do throughout. So just like I taught you of what to do, I'm going to teach you throughout this event so that you walk away and you say, you know what? Oh my goodness, I'm going to smash this. Like I know exactly the blueprint for me to hit the next rank. Not, oh my goodness, I have a thousand social media ideas and I've got all these incredible recruiting ideas. No, I want to give you a blueprint for you to smash the next rank so that you can crush it in your business. And so that's what I'm so excited about. The other thing is people like, oh, I don't know, time zones. I'm in Australia. You got lifetime access to it. So you wake up and if you're like, oh, it's I don't want to wake up at, you know, 1 or 2 a.m., you know, or something like that, then that's okay. You got lifetime access to it to be able to implement these and, and listen to whenever whenever you're available. So I think, and uh, Frazier, Frazier agrees, he says, so I'm going to take that as, the power of two. I got a third party validation. This is, this is the best lineup that any virtual event has had in the network marketing profession. Um, I have not seen this many high level leaders come together like this. And so I am just, just so excited as these different topics and concepts and ideas are, are coming in now, where we're going to give you that blueprint to help you to rank advance. Well, I can tell you the time zones aren't too bad if you are in Australia because I was figuring them out. At least I, I know when I'm on, it's not too bad. I think uh, Rob and I had a little daylight savings issue in an earlier event once, yeah. but we've we've solved that problem this time. But, uh, mate, I, re I really appreciate your time. I know you've got to get off and, and coach the kids' tennis, so I want to thank you. Um, guys, as I said, follow Rob Sperry. Um, you know, he's maxed out on his friends list, but you can hit that follow button. You can follow him on Instagram as well. Um, or also just check out robsperry.com. You've got, you've got great content up there. You've got free books. You've got free training. Um, you've got an amazing YouTube channel. You've got all that kind of stuff where you can follow Rob and get incredible content. So, mate, thank you so much for being on with us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. And I look forward to us doing this again, my man. Sounds great. See ya. 
Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.